Hey beloved, this content is tagged as sensitive and there will be some moments that will trigger you. So please, if you know that you are not ready to be triggered or if you're not, you don't have the capacity to, I would suggest you tune back in on another day. This episode is always going to be there, even when I'm gone. (laughs) It's going to be there because I was raw and I was real, but it was all said out of love. So enjoy. Peace. Hey, how y'all doing? How you doing? (laughs) Oh my goodness, friends and family, beautiful listeners. We have come to the end of season one. What a time I had. Um, And being at the end of this season, I wanted to share a word of gratitude. I'm actually outside. I decided to take a walk today. And, um, you know, just look at these beautiful trees and... Smell this air that's not necessarily like the freshest, but it's fresh. (laughs) And just look at the sky and the sun that's peaking and the moon that's actually still out there. Um, And be grateful. Gratitude is honestly like a superpower that we all need to have. Um, You know, a lot of times we like i mean for the past couple of years i would say i've been hearing this word gratitude a lot and like you would see um like different different um what's that word i'm looking for different people telling you how to tap into gratitude and write 10 things that you're grateful for write 20 things that you're grateful for every single morning wake up and write three things and all of that stuff you know and sometimes I feel like for me it was like very like like I felt pressure (laughs) I felt a lot of pressure you know and it's really um with me growing into myself and growing into the person that I am now becoming um, a person that's a bit more conscious and a person that's more alert and aware of uh, my surrounding I've come to love and understand this emotion or this um, this feeling or this vibration um, this frequency of gratitude and I really wanted to end my last episode with a word of gratitude. I actually planned on doing it like at home, you know, at in, in my mini office studio <laughs> um, with a proper, um, with my microphone and all of that. But I was just sitting here and I just felt my spirit just wanted to say something. So we'll see how it goes. Um... And honestly, I just want to really start off by saying I am so grateful for every single woman, um, my friends, that said yes to um, showing up 
um, on the umami conversation that trusted me. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> this is gratitude, okay? This is the beauty of life, okay? Um, I'm so grateful to them. Starting off with Miss Debbie Campbell, my sister, my friend, my she's like my everything my better half <laughs> my love <laughs> um you know when when i started this whole podcasting this year when i decided to kind of launch back into podcasting she was there and always there to encourage me to do it and we've walked through um you know some really interesting times together and i am so grateful for her life grateful for her growth and her expansion i also want to take a moment and send out love and a word of gratitude to kabasiji now, Kabasiji and I, if you guys haven't listened to what we shared, we are, <laughs> I don't even know what to call us. Like, you know, we're like just these deep thinkers <laughs> that could talk for hours. She is a Ugandan sister. She's actually, I shouldn't even say Ugandan sister. Like, what is that nonsense? She's a sister. She's a friend. And I really, really appreciate her. I appreciate her growth, you know, breaking out of fear, um, breaking out of this shell that she found herself in and also being unapologetical about speaking her truth, speaking about her experiences with the great old church <laughs> and taboo subject. That's something I think that is like, something that she really um loves and that's one of the things that i love sharing with her um about our different experiences in life you know and our different experiences in, in relationships so kabasiji blessings to you i appreciate you i also want to shout out my girl jamila yo sis man so jamila and i we went to the same high school together and you know and then in college i think that we we had like a year or two together at dawson and we kind of lost communication through the years and just last year we reconnected back again and it's been so refreshing it's been so refreshing to just have somebody that knows me from high school and college because sadly I couldn't remember a lot of things from my high school and Jamila brought back some memories um, to me that actually blew my mind and made me remember that I'm actually a really cool person <laughs> Yo, sometimes we have to big up ourselves okay sometimes we gotta big up ourselves so jamila honestly thank you so much for showing up on umami conversation you are so much appreciated and we're working on something hopefully um, we'll be able to put it out there and and and, and see what y'all think um i also want to shout out my girl my sis fedora yes sis 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 what i want <laughs> 
Yo, la sapeuse des sapeuses. Non, elle, she said that she doesn't sap. So, as as those that knows what sape means, um, that's that's all a Congo vibe, you know. So, I want to big up Fedora. Thank you so much. Fedora is actually the wife of one of my good male friends. Um, and uh, we became we became friends, you know. And it's like I talk to her more than I talk to my friend now. <laughs> And, you know, sometimes I just, when I look at our relationship, you know, and just the way that we connect sometimes when it, when we tap into conversations, it really makes me see that, like, my friend had to be with her in order for me to even connect with her, you know? It's like, it's, it's, it's just, that's just how it is sometimes, you know? So I'm really, really grateful for you, Fedora. I'm grateful for your growth, for your expansion. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what you have in store for the world because you know, baby girl, that you got so much great greatness inside of you. Shout out to Miss Ernestina Francois. Girl, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for showing up. Um, I reached out to you at a very sudden moment, but you said yes. And you know, the love is real. The love is deep. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you you know just accepting everyone for who they are and how they are and how they come and i remember once i had a conversation with ernestine i'm not going to talk about the type of convo we had and her reception to what i was saying was just so very beautiful you know and um i i respect your leadership i respect your heart i i i love the type of heart that you have and I pray that you will just continue expanding and helping so many women out there um, find their fullest potential intentionally. I want to shout out Diana. Yes, that Guadalupe queen that blessed our last episode with this beautiful Casala. Oh my gosh, guys. You know, it, it was it was hard to get get sis on the mic, but we did it. We did it. We did it. And it was such a beautiful moment. Um, once again, you know, sometimes you have to go into a certain place in order to meet people. And I met Deanna in a, at a retreat, you know, a retreat that I was hesitant to show up at. But I still went because deep down inside there was like this this pooling and um there's something that Diana actually said to me during that retreat and it was we were all getting ready and all getting dressed up and I had a wrap on my head and then I think I took off my wrap and then she turns around and she's like why'd you take off your wrap and I'm like oh okay because my BFF was like take it off and she goes but is that what you want and I was like oh oh okay <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, okay, sis, okay. She like she literally looked at me and was like, no, is that what you want? Is that what you want to do? And I literally had to like think about it because I don't know, because I was just reacting out of somebody else's um, you know, asking, you know. And it that day it really made me think about like what are the things that I want, like for real? What are the things that I am doing because somebody else is asking me to do it? And the things that I actually really want to do because I want to do. Anyways, I'm going to leave that to you. So, guys, um, I don't know if I missed anyone. I think I have everyone. So, Debbie, um, 
Debbie Kabasiji, Fedora, um, Jamila, Ernestina, Diana. I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you. I'm sending you guys love and gratitude. I want to say thank you to all of my listeners, all of those that have sent me messages in private, audios in private, telling me how you resonated with some messages, telling me how you couldn't wait for the next episode. You guys don't know how much this has meant, it means to me. I'm getting emotional because. I started a podcast two years ago and I couldn't, I couldn't find, I didn't know what I was doing. I, I didn't know what, how, what I wanted to share. And I felt like there was, there's this, there's like authenticity that was missing in what I wanted to share. But this year, your girl worked hard on herself and continually, continually, I work hard on becoming that best version of myself, not only for myself, but for the generation that will come after me, for the generation that I am in today, because there is a need, there is a need for us to come out of our shells there is a need for us to come out of the darkness that we've been living in for so long at times we get so caught up and so comfortable being in such low vibrations and that it it makes it so hard to actually see light it makes it so hard to see light But light is right there in that darkness. You just have to pull out your hand and reach out for it. You have to ask for the help. You have to seek the help. It is so important. I had to seek help from a psychologist. I had to be in a a specific church for a certain period of time. I had to seek help from a spiritual guide. I had to seek help from a therapist. Like I had to seek the help that I needed. Not not, not, Not the pastor pray for me type of help not the pastor pray for me type of help not the victimization type of help i needed to seek help that would push me into doing work really examining my own sanity really examining my like my personality really trying to figure out why in the world do i react the way that i react to certain situation finding out that i had triggers finding out that certain things that happened in my childhood messed me up and a lot of times we grow up especially i don't know about you guys but i grew up in a like my home was good but there are there were certain things at the at home that unfortunately as a little girl that broke me but i didn't know that i had that brokenness inside because we just out here we think that everything is groovy my mind if you if if two years ago maybe just let's say just a year ago if you were to open up my mind and just see the type of things that i would think about every day yo guys you will cry for me you will cry for me i will constantly constantly feel like somebody's out there to kill me to hurt me I would constantly feel like any person knew that would come into my life had an evil plan for me. It was, it was so bad. I would blame my husband for things that were not even real. I would create stories in my head. And, and it's like, we think that it's normal. I thought it was normal. I thought that's how it was. But it wasn't until one day I literally just zoned out at an event. I zoned out. And my mind was so fixed on this one thing that wasn't even real. Like there was an image that was happening, but it wasn't even real. That's when I was like, oh, shoot, something's wrong with me. 
something seriously wrong with me. So I ran and I searched for the help. It's been a long process and it's still a long process. But my ass needs to be grateful, grateful for where I am today. See, I don't know what you are going through and I might never know. I don't know what your experiences have been. You might have had the worst childhood ever, the worst adulthood ever, the worst teenage years ever. But I'm going to tell you something. Your story does not end in those worst moments. Your story ends or, or, or that darkness in your story ends when you wanted to end. So everything that we do on this earth, it's us. It's not about the next person next door. It's not about who, what, when. It's not about your mom, your dad, your father, those that abused you. Whatever it is, it's about you. And until you go out there seeking the necessary help that you want to, my girl, my man, you will stay in that same level. We need to seek the help. Seek it. Not in mere religion that will just entangle you even more. Not in just speaking just scriptures in vain, in vanity. Healing doesn't come with just speaking. Healing comes with work. Healing comes with active and intentional work. So, as I said, this was unplanned, but this is what I got to (laughs) say. I thought I was going to dive into a meditation today. But maybe we're just going to breed and really think about gratitude. Gratitude. What is that one thing you could be grateful for? What is that one thing you could be grateful for? And I'm led to share this situation, actually. I lost a child some of you may know some of you may not know and when I lost my baby I was at a broken part I was at a broken state getting healing but it brought me back it brought me back 10 steps it brought me 10 steps back emotionally and in that process of losing this child I was angry. I was angry of God. I was angry that God, like, what the heck? Like, I'm actually here doing the work, going to see um, my psychologist. I'm doing everything and I have this child and now this child is being taken away. And I blamed God for a minute. Not well. I don't know if I blamed him per se, but I was like, why must these things always happen to me? Why am I always the one at the losing end? All of my friends, all of my girls, even those that are younger than me are out here popping babies. And I have one seed, the first seed that ever grew in my womb, been taken away. And you know that thing where people say, but why not you? And as much as it hurts hearing that, I had to get to the place where I'm like, why not me? But the beauty in losing this child of mine is that this child gave me hope. Because doctors didn't really know if I would be able to, like, give birth. I didn't even know. 
I had irregular periods. I had like picos or whatever. I had to take these meds in order to. And the meds were like messing me up. Like was not good. It was it was making me even more sick. But I gave birth. Life was growing inside of me. Surprisingly, it just came as a surprise. It just came as a surprise, man. And that moment, although I was broken somewhere deep down inside, I had hope. I had hope that, yes, if a seed grew, another seed could grow. If a seed grew, then another seed could definitely grow again. Losing my child changed the trajectory of my life. It forced me to go deeper within. Now, what I'm saying this because I don't want you to get to a place where your soul cries out to you so bad that you have to go into a darker place before you recognize that there needs to be change. Recognize the change that's needed now. Something that Joe Dispenza said, he's like, why is it that as people, we always have to experience pain before we realize that there is change, there is need for change, there is need for transformation. I'm paraphrasing. You could change your life even in your present moment where things are not even that bad because you see the things that needs to change. Why do you have to wait until you're so broken? Until the little bit of piece of hope that you have is taken away from you. Before you actually go out there and get that divorce. Before you actually go, oh, by the way, me saying divorce doesn't mean that I'm promoting divorce. I'm saying divorce because there's a lot of us women that are in relationships that are killing our souls. And you know it. We know it. When is it that you're going to, you have to wait to get out of that toxic, just even that toxic relationship, out of that toxic behavior, out, out, out of that mental illness that you know, you know there is something wrong with the mind, but you don't want to go seek the help. Why? Why do you have to wait until you're so broken and in pieces and shattered and things become the ugliest? Why are we waiting for that to happen? Why are we so addicted to this thing called pain as humans? This creator of the universe did not create us so that pain could be like our, our addiction, joy, love. Gratitude. Whew, guys, I did not plan to say everything that I'm saying. I don't even know what I'm saying. But when spirit wants to speak, it speaks. And if I was able to find hope in tears, in darkness, I, I still had hope. I was able to pick myself up. If I was able to seek the help to accept my faults, accept my my failures, accept accept the things that I did wrong, the things that I said wrong, the things that I allowed my mind to get to. If I was able to accept that and get to a place where I am right now, where there is peace of mind, then you can too. 
Because I am no different from you. I am. I was as broken as you were. Trust me. Broken. Broken. Shattered. I'm not where I, I, I know myself. I know, I'm not where I know that I can be. But I am a thousand times better than where I was last year. And it took me a year to get to this place right now. My whole life of being in church and trying to find healing and trying to find this and this and that. <laughs> That's another day's conversation. <laughs> but it took me a year. A year in, of being intentional. Intentionality. A year of, um, you know, being ripped like 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 I was being ripped in every side every every side took me a year and we're grateful for the voices of children our children are our future <sighs> guys um I don't even know how long this is but I gotta go my hands are getting cold. <laughs> And as I said, this is the end of season one. Season two is going to be beautiful. But we're not going to leave you in the in the, in the dark. Um, we're going to come back during the summer. Just, you know, be posting probably twice a month. We got something special for you. Remember to, you know, spread the word. We're having a conversation. We're not coming to go anywhere. We're coming to stay. And to make a stamp on the universe. And until that stamp is not felt by the whole universe, we don't stop. We don't stop. We don't quit. So actually, I just want us to breathe, you know, just, just, just a breath. Can we sit? Can we sit and breathe together? Can we sit and breathe together? While you hear the voices of these beautiful children playing in the park. You hear the sound of the birds chipping. You hear the wind blowing. That breeze. What are you grateful for? However you feel like breathing, I'm just going to give you that time right now. However you feel like breathing, I'm going to give you that time right now to breathe. What are you grateful for? What can you pull out of this dark place that you're in? Or this light that you're in? What can you pull out? What light can you pull out of this darkness? What are you grateful for? And do not tell me there's nothing to be grateful for because there is because you are breathing. And they say once there is breath, there is life. There is possibility. There is hope. 
but you have a choice. You decide. You decide. You choose. And then once you choose, you stick to that decision. Choose to live. Choose to see life at its most beautiful place, despite the darkness. Ashe, amen. Amin, namaste. Until very soon, my dear beloved listeners, until very soon, with love and light and peace and goodness, deep bow, I sent all of y'all that frequency and energy of gratitude.